1: Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take our theology and bring it to the streets. Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail, if you want to write me something, ask a theological question, whatever is on your mind, on your heart, uh, we're here to serve you here at Desert Sky Baptist Church in Casa Grande. Well, this is season three, and this is our, if I'm not mistaken, our fourth show in season three. And I have my two brothers with me from Redemption Hill Church in India, Ashuk and Pastor Michael Teddy. You want to just uh, shout out a new year to, the, to your listeners here today, uh, Pastor Michael and Ashok.
2: <laughs> yes. Happy New Year.
1: Happy 2020. <laughs> Happy yes. <laughs> happy 2020. It's 2022, right? <laughs> that, none of us got 2020 and 2021. Oh, yeah, so. right. Exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, very good, uh, Pastor Mike. Um, so we have a really interesting topic. I'm really excited to delve into this. And we, you know, we're trying to hook up from, you know, our brothers are in India. We were trying to hook up our, our Skype. We had a little, a couple of issues uh, this morning. But we are going to speak about, covenants covenant theology and this is this is an interesting topic um, I am excited to hear these brothers expound and you know knowing uh knowing Michael Pastor Michael I know that they studied really w- hard for this so I I'm, I'm excited to to hear them and excited to see what they have to say so what I want to do first is is I want to read a couple of sets of scripture, if I may, and then I'll have the brothers expound on what a covenant is, and then we'll start there. But let me read these scriptures. This is when Isaac cuts a covenant. That's the original language, cuts a covenant with Abimelech. And we know the context there that um, they, they were having a quarrel over wells and water and, and the, like I says, if you read Genesis 26, that'll put it in deeper context. I just want to what I want to look at here so I give the brothers a chance to expound on this is what is a covenant? So if I'm if, as I read this, we should be able to understand what's going on uh, as we introduce you, as the brothers introduce you, as what a covenant is. So let me read here, reading from God's word, uh, Genesis 26 and 26. Uh, now Abimelech came to him from Gerar with his advisor Ahuzath and Philkel, the commander of his army. And Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me, awa- sent me away from you? Then they said, We see plainly that Yahweh has been with you. So we said, Let there now be an oath between us, between you and us. Let us cut a covenant with you. Then you will do us no harm, just as we have not touched you and have done to you nothing but good and have sent you away in peace. You are now blessed of Yahweh. Then he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. In the morning they arose early, and each swore to the other, Then Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. Um, So now it happened on that day, verse 32, that Isaac's servants came in and told him about the well which they had dug and said to him, We have found water. So it's called Shabbat. Therefore the name of the city is Bathsheba to this day. So here's my question. It looks like on a a straight reading of the text, Pastor Michael um, Ashuk, that this covenant is basically a covenant of peace. It looks like between um, Isaac and and Abimelech. And if we know the context, there was some some issues over wells and water and things like that. But, so here's the question. Ashuk, what is a covenant? What is a biblical covenant? Let's say people in the audience, they've heard the word, but they don't know what it means. Yeah. So
2: we can think of a covenant as a promise or a treaty that is pe- kept between at least two or two parties. or it can be more. And uh, these two parties can be of uh, the same, uh, you know, standing. At, uh, they can be at the same social or uh, economic positions, or it could be like many cases in uh, ancient Israel. And uh, when we see covenants, it's usually a king. And, uh, and a lesser king that is involved, a, a bigger king who has come to conquer a place and a lesser king were involved. And uh, these two positions were called suzerain and vassal. And uh, it, it, it is basically, uh, they come up with a treaty or they come up with a, a promise agreement between uh, both these uh, parties. And this may include the, the, you know, the bigger king or the more mighty king uh, offering peace and protection and everything uh, to the, uh, the to the lesser king or the you know the king who is ruling over the uh, smaller areas, um, uh, in return for something or for his allegiance or for his uh, military strength, etc. So uh, it also is a word that is interchangeably used for contract. Uh, we usually hear a lot of uh, right, right, this going right, right. around Watch the right. con- contract and. Yeah, contract and covenant is not the same thing, uh, but well, uh, at least when you look at that, <laughs> it, it might not be used in the same manner. But technically, it is the same thing, uh, right? Because what do we have in a, a contract? We have a terms of a contract. Similarly, we have a terms of a covenant that both the parties agree to, and usually there are consequences when you uh, when you break the covenant. So yeah, when we sign contracts, when we are uh, taking leased contracts, contracts, etc uh on a la- daily in our daily life it is it's it, covenants are not something that we are foreign to we do it in our daily life uh through many of these things so yeah that, that would be a general summary of covenant
1: pastor michael can you add to that so let me just say say one thing is it basically like today if um we're keeping our word with each other so in other words if we you know if we make a pact or something like that and I tell you, Pastor Michael, I won't do this, and you say you won't do that or whatever, is it something of that nature? Is it like almost making a pact with each other?
3: I think I lost lost you, brothers, in between, but I think I got the question.
1: Yeah, um, I just asked, if it, if covenant is like making a pact, is it like making, you know, like you say you do something, I say it, and we got to keep by that, by that word?
3: Yeah, um, I would say it is like that but it is also not like that because we live in a time where uh, there's very little consequence if you break your pact um, ah
1: yes that's for sure <laughs>
3: yeah. right? so you know you, if you're a man with no you know who doesn't keep his word i mean it's it, in our culture in our time in our age in our, it's it's very different um okay yeah to to follow up on what ashok was saying uh, but Yeah, I, I think we should dive deep into some of the things Ashok said, like the suzerain vassal, you know, type of covenant. But uh, at the very root, uh, like Ashok was saying, a covenant is essentially a contract. It is an agreement between two parties. It's like you said, you know, if we make a pact. But the difference is, if you notice, you have, in in even in this example, you have Isaac and Abimelech. Um, and they are both growing right and they're both flourishing and they decide to make a pact mm. um, how do they how can they trust the other person is going to keep it like you know its it, it's like you know it's like if two uh you know uh, uh, two parties who are flourishing very much you know i don't know if this comparison is a good comparison but imagine two gangs right and they've got their own territory but they're they're almost in the same territory and they decide to make a pact oh, yeah very know? good example right and, and they come together and suddenly you know and suddenly they come together and say okay let's just make an agreement well who's to trust that the other guy is going to keep it you know but you find in the bible that the moment they make a covenant it is almost expected that it will be kept so the seriousness of the contract is is different so uh I'd like to explain it this way. It is a contract. Uh, a covenant is a contract. And as every contract has terms, these contracts have terms. So, this, these are the terms of the contract. Now, if you break the contract, there is a consequence and you both agree to the consequence. Now, if two guys just make a pact with each other and the other one of them breaks it, well, who's going to carry out the consequence? Nobody's going to do that, right? Like, Uh, You know, he's just going to walk away. But imagine you actually sign a legal contract with somebody, right? And then you break the terms of the contract. Then you've got legal authority that's going to come and penalize you. You know, you have to suffer the consequence of the contract you broke, right? And um, so you begin to see contracts in that sense, become more and more serious, right? Um, you, you own a big company and somebody decides to come and, you know, you contract with somebody and it costs a $1 million dollars and millions of dollars. And your task in the contract is to do such and such. Now, if you break that contract, if you don't keep the terms of the contract, you could go to jail. That could be the consequence, right? And, and you break the contract, the legal authorities come in and put you in jail.
1: Notice he's, so got, to men- notice he's got to mention jail, right, ashuk <laughs> <laughs> Get, it, Mike. Get it past the Michael. Yeah. So, so it, it becomes more serious, right, with that kind
3: of contract. Yeah. Um, but can you imagine a, a contract that these guys are making uh, and the legal authority over them in this passage is God? Ah, So if you see verse 28, uh, this is, they said, we see plainly that the Lord has been with you. So we said, let there be a sworn pact between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you. And so this whole thing is happening and the legal authority overseeing this pact is God. And so if either of them break the pact, God intervenes. That's the highest level of authority. So so a covenant is essentially a contract with terms and consequences if you break those terms and rewards if you keep them. And uh, the seriousness of this contract is not like two guys making a pact today. The seriousness of this contract is... When it comes to biblical covenants, as as the covenant we just saw here, God is the legal authority over these covenants. And that's why these men took it very seriously. And so God would intervene and carry out judgment for when you broke those covenants and when you kept them. Uh, To give you another example, uh, when God, uh, when Moses died and Joshua took over and God blessed Joshua and the Israelites moved from the wilderness as they were going into the promised land, they were conquering kingdoms, right? They would go kingdom after kingdom, and they would win. and God would be with them. Now there was a kingdom that saw the Israelites coming in, and wanted to find a way to um, escape them. So it's, it's so it's it's called the Gibeonite uh, deception, right? So the Gibeonites dressed up as foreigners. And came to Joshua and the, the people of Israel and said, don't harm us because God had told his, you know, the Israelites specifically that you are to conquer all of these lands. And so they came and said, we're actually foreigners when you find us in the, in the, you know, make a covenant with us that you will not uh, attack us or fight us. And so to speak. And Joshua did not know and the people of Israel did not recognize them as the Gibeonites. They thought they were foreigners. And so they made a covenant with them. Now, the interesting story is when they actually start conquering these kingdoms and they walk in, they they then recognize that these people were actually the given it, right? And for tricking them, you would expect they would have killed them twice as hard or overpowered them twice as hard. But what happens is they don't touch them because they made a covenant.
1: That, you know, Pastor Michael, that's an amazing story because... You know, they were deceive, you know, the Gibeonites were deceiving them, right? Ashuk, I mean, yeah. they were deceiving uh, the people of God, but the people mm. of God still had to basically, they cut the covenant. They basically still had to go by that covenant. And it's yeah. always been a, uh, a wonderful narrative of how important it is once you give your word in front of God, like you say, He's the one that you're cutting this covenant in front of, He's the judge. And the jury in this, it's just an amazing story. And, and man, I, I, I exhort people to read that with the Gibeonites. Kind of a funny story too, right, Ashuk? Um, yeah. In,
3: in fact, when the Gibeonites were getting attacked at some point, Israel, they even fought for them. So,
1: <laughs> And I think that shows the difference. Because, you know, uh, Ashuk, Pastor Michael made a great point that... Just just practical. Just think about this practically. We don't live like that today. We don't... Our word does not mean anything today. Um, hopefully, with us it does and with the people of God it does. But, the, you know, covenant today would be broken and there would be no uh, consequence. But Ashuk, this is different. This is... Uh, man, Pastor Michael really, for me, opened up my eyes that this covenant is before the God of the universe. You know, this is not some judge in the Eastern District in, in Brooklyn, New York, or something like that. This is the God of the universe, and they took that seriously, really serious. Man, this is a great, I mean, just think about these, I mean, that's a, I wasn't even thinking about that this morning because I was trying to, uh, I've been a little under the weather a little bit, but I was, uh, when I, that's a story that, <laughs> that's a great, great example of people keeping their word today because they do it in front of a holy God. Am I am I right, Pastor Michael? Absolutely. Okay. So I wait, think, please, please, please.
3: Yeah, and and I think uh, it, it becomes, in in our culture, especially serious when it comes to marriage.
1: So it, it, it's a
3: it's a covenant before God. Yeah, it's a vow before God that people just break left, right, and center.
1: Yeah. Now, let me. Can I just, on a, on a practical note, and more of a um, a cultural note for you guys, um, maybe you can help me with this. Um, is so marriage, say in it, now You guys, obviously, you you live in India, right? Is there a difference? And I'm 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 only asking this by by way of not knowing, and maybe the audience would love to hear this. Is there a difference of how? Um, say you guys there take marriage and things like that. Is it almost covenantal or is there a lot of separation and divorce in, in India? I'm using a marriage for a metaphor, if that's okay. To, to give you a
3: picture, um, uh, we live in the Southern state of India called Kerala. And it is one of the most Christianized, if you can call it that states of the nation. It's one of the Christian belts of the nation, and um, I think we have one of the highest divorce rates. Oh wow! Um, hmm. And it's rising. Uh, uh, you know the 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 advent of technology and the ability for us right now, you know, you to talk uh, from two parts of the world, you know, with uh, like this, uh, has allowed a, a whole lot of culture to just easily be imported everywhere, you know? So even when we're talking about Indian culture, um, you know, there's a huge import of Western culture. There's a huge, huge import of European culture. There is a huge, because, you know, people see, people see movies, people see all sorts of stories. Um, So it's, it's becoming more and more, you know, that's the way it is kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. So the influence on the culture. Mm. Now notice, and and Ashuk, we 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 have about um, probably about five minutes here. I want Ashuk to say, but at one thing, because this is you know these conversations how they go, because this is interesting, how the covenants were taken so seriously in the Bible, and because of like Pastor Michael profoundly said, because of God, God is the 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 one who's <laughs> overseeing the covenant. But notice today in the world, they, they don't believe that they're responsible to anything except for their own self. You know what I'm saying? Ashu? you. No. And, and Pastor Michael really made this practical. So maybe you can, maybe you can uh, expound for a few minutes on on that practicality of of we've lost that today. We really have.
2: Yeah, number of divorce cases that have increased across the last few uh, years is staggering. And and we see that it's not just that people are getting divorced. Uh, There are a lot of people you would see them talk about this online as divorce rates, increased divorce rate, uh, being a sign of a healthy uh, uh, healthy community because it is being taken as an indicator of uh, people giving up uh, toxic relationships and actually moving on. So that's the thing. Uh, here are people who are uh, profaning the covenant by doing things that are toxic and at at the same time there are people responding to it in an ungodly manner as well so God is completely out of the picture and what we have is even in the whole evaluation of whether this is the right thing or wrong thing, whether people should continue in marriage, the name of God is completely removed and we see because the covenant doesn't matter there, it doesn't matter that uh, there is an agreement that is where people are you know, answerable to God uh, it's just it's utilitarianism uh, at the end of the day, uh, and we make gods out of ourselves if it is <laughs> if it is yeah. not the true God of the universe. Yeah,
1: yeah great point. You know, we, I, and and let me just remind our audience that we're doing this from India here to in in Arizona. So, okay, Pastor Michael, listen, we got we got about um, three minutes, three and a half minutes. I know it goes fast. I just want you to recap for us. Um, and you know we'll we'll deal with this again probably in the next two or three sessions, two or three weeks because this is a huge topic and this is the only one question we got to. But so let's say the audience just for, turned on the uh, the radio or the YouTube now and um, you got about three minutes. Tell us in layman's terms then what a biblical covenant is basically.
3: All right. So a biblical covenant. Um, is is, is uh, what we would call a contract. Uh, it, is, uh, it is an agreement between two or more parties. Uh, and as every contract has uh, terms to it, so does these covenants. There are terms of the contract that must be kept. That is the agreement between the parties. And in keeping the terms they have peace amongst them and they are willing to work on whatever that contract is about. They work together. They are united in that front. And if any of the parties break the covenant, then the terms also include consequences. So you break this covenant. This is the consequence of breaking this covenant. Um, So it's essentially an agreement or a a contract. Uh, And it is unlike you know just two guys making a pact today simply because you know we live in a time where people don't value each other's words that much uh, people don't keep their word they don't they don't see it as that important but throughout the bible covenant mm-hmm. is a language of scripture it is a language of relationship that you find throughout the bible and i think the most important point to notice God constantly relates with his people through covenants.
1: Uh, Praise the Lord.
3: He constantly makes covenants with them. And that's, that's a common thing you see throughout scripture. And we as Christians take covenants or contracts seriously because we realize that the ultimate legal authority, that watches over these covenants to make sure that the justice is met, to make sure that the rewards are given is God above all things. The sovereign Lord of the universe is the ultimate overseer of all biblical covenants.
1: Yeah, uh, that, and like I said, that's a, a far cry from today, as you said, because nobody even acknowledges the God of the universe. But again, they will be responsible for that. So, um, well, I have five questions here, but I'm out of time, and I, I only asked one question. What is a covenant? But I think it's a, a good basis to start when we continue next week. And, you know, this will probably take us, uh, I would say, at least two or two two or three weeks to finish, you know, Pastor Michael, because there's a I got this, uh, shook sent me five questions, and but anyway, listen, um, will you guys uh, think about coming back and, and finishing this conversation with with me? Uh, Absolutely, yes.
3: it's it's what it's one of those topics we love. Yeah,
1: yeah. The fun stuff is yet to start. <laughs> okay this is pastor dominic grimaldi here on street talk theology we take theology and we bring it to the streets uh till the next time uh may uh, grace and peace abound to you in jesus name god bless
0: thank you for joining us for street talk theology with pastor dominic grimaldi you can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at eight nine one West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.